Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast brought to you by Ugozi.com. And in this podcast and at Hire My VA, we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistance without breaking the bank. And that means your bank. <sighs> I had to take a breath. <laughs> hey, folks, I'm Dave Braun. And as usual, I'm here with Larry Brought, my fantastic friend and mentor. Larry, traveling with life, um, traveling with me through life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, you've coached thousands of people to be successful, not only yeah. in their businesses, but in their lives. I can remember... Oh my gosh, we made so much a difference, especially some of the folks that um, saving their marriages, et cetera. Uh, it's, it's, it's just it's been crazy, great. isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, it's, just, it's just being, it, it is. Um, I can't, I can't say enough how awesome um, this is. This ride's been with you. Yeah. Thanks, oh. handsome Dave. I, I know I'm blown away oftentimes too. And I, I was in that same spot where we think that we're going to get into these um, executive coaching or mentoring programs to help my business. And then when we start looking, it's like, dude, dude, or do that. You want to become a better business person. You need to be a better person, yeah. you know, and we forget that we're leaving broken relationships in our wake, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm, I'm glad that the, I, I love the approach that we take uh, yeah. with folks. Let's help people become better humans. And the, the corollary benefit is you become a better entrepreneur, better business, better business owner That's right. in, the, in the meantime. So That's right. Thank you, Dave. It's great to be a traveling companion with you. Yeah. And I appreciate your bride, Cheryl, for putting up with uh, me and the other guys. Uh, <laughs> and and putting little up with me too. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's our question today, David? Well, the question is, how can I say no without feeling guilty or hurting someone's feelings? Now, that deserves a second um, repeat here, a second repeat. That's the first repeat, whatever. Yeah. Let me say it again. Yeah. How can I say no without feeling guilty or hurting someone's feelings? Wow, this is a good one. This is a really good one because we hear it all the time, right, Dave? When, when, whenever the topic of I'm, I'm going to use this term because what people understand time management comes yeah. in or overwhelm and we start peeling back the onion. Isn't it always because not always, oftentimes because people say yes to too much and saying no is hard. It's hard. We're afraid we're going to hurt someone's feelings. Um, and oftentimes it goes even deeper than that is that we have a hero or Messiah complex. If we say yes to everything, then we look like the good guy. That's right. Right. Yeah. In the meantime, we're getting resentful. You know, we're snapping. We're not getting things done. So saying no is in a really critical, important. I don't know, ingredient to success and living a life of significance. Yeah, you know, you got to be able to say no. And, it, and it, sometimes we're thinking of saying no and yes as like binary meaning. No, it's, yeah, zero, true. right. But it, but it's true. not sometimes. True. It's that, um, you know, it's, it's, you got to say no to somebody who may want to buy your product or service for a lesser amount than you feel good about giving them, but you want to be a nice person and you don't want to have conflict <laughs> and you really want to help them. Well, guess what can happen? Uh, feelings of uh, resentment can come in later on when, you know, no matter how you say yes, if it's not a good Yes, I would say you can easily feel resentment. Yeah, well, this is where nuance comes in. 
yes. in life, right? Um, and I've spent a lot of time on this over the years. In fact, you and I were meeting with uh, this 26-year-old, 23-year-old. 26. Mentee of, of, of mine. Um, yeah. When was that? Last Friday. And right. he kind of on the fly said, oh, yeah, Larry, you're really good at wording things, you know, um, because I know that words cut deep, right? Now you can say um, no and sound like a jerk, or you can say no and make people feel good about it. You know, I remember having to terminate a couple of people and um, uh, my old office, the, the CFO's office was right next to mine. And I had to let go of a senior executive uh, at one point. And, um, the CFO said, oh, this is going to be really difficult. Like I'm prepared to, he, he, the CFO was just there as a witness because our, um, our VP of uh, people development is what we used to call the HR person was out of the office. And, um, but when you take time to structure your sentences appropriately, people can actually feel good. And on the way out of the door, this uh former vp gave me a hug and said oh thank you. he actually felt good about it <laughs> yeah. you know so there are ways not to be manipulative um necessarily but to help people feel good about themselves and you feel good about yourself at the same time because no is one of those negative words now there are times when you have to say no like no means no there are times you have to do that but there's ways to make people everyone feel good about it at the same time so yeah. And I think, I think, I think we're not, and we're not talking about the fact, you, you know, I talk about my grandson every now and then we're not talking about the fact that, you mm -hmm. know, you say, I say no to my grandson from, and wanting to put his hand on the, on the, um, on the burner on the stove that's on, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. Right. I mean, there's times when you have to say no, that it's like, it's gotta be emphatic and, and yep. it's, it's for everybody's health and there's no way you can do an excuse at that moment. Meaning no, you can't, that's you right. can't, let me say it this way. You can't, um, wordsmith it there. And there's no reason to, cause it's such an important or an, it's an emergency situation or something like that. Right. You just gotta, that's right. You know, that, what we're right. What we're talking about is saying no to opportunity, what opportunities. Right. That's, that's what we're talking about. And oftentimes right. folks will say, if it's not a hell yes, then it needs to be a no. Yeah. Right. That's what we're talking about. Like um, going to an event or participating on this panel discussion or joining this board, what looks like it might be an opportunity to grow when it really says one more thing on your calendar. Right. That's what we're talking about saying no to. Right. 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 If you say yes to everything, Listen, the more in demand you become, the more in demand you will be, right? Because people will see you as you're a heightened profile and everyone wants a rock star on their team, right? So the, the higher, the more visible you become, the more people come, they're going to want a piece of you. And if you say yes to everything, you're not going to have time to do, to do anything. Yeah, as, as you become more successful, as people know you, as you demonstrate capability and follow through and all that stuff and everything that you do with not just your business, but with your family, your volunteer opportunities, they're going to want to keep adding more to your plate because yeah. they see that you're successful in this one area or you did this great over here, you did this great. And then all of a sudden they're going to say, well, you know, I need this, I'm doing this new thing. I want to add 
I want to have this person help me with that. Yeah. And by the way, they'd want to do it for free or, you know, <laughs> or low cost or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and I think one of the things that, uh, that we should remember, you know, is, is one of the best business books that we've, um, we both read Jim Collins is good to great, right? What's his first, uh, sentence in that book. I just always remember it because it's sure. so important. He says, good is the enemy of great. Mm -hmm. If we're going to be great, there's going to be times when we've got to say no to the good. Yes. You know, and, and one of the things too, is that in our modern society, this is kind of a problem that's, you know, it's, it's not that very old, right? It's only the last few generations, you know, even going to our parents, you know, what opportunities did they have to do things? There, hmm. there weren't that many, you know, there's, there's so many, only so many jobs, professions, there's right. only, only so many volunteer organizations that hmm. existed back then. Right. But now, I mean, there are nonprofits coming out the, you know, our ears, there's so many, and hmm. there are great ones that you can volunteer for. Yeah. Yeah. In the course of history, we are in a very unique time and we forget about this. Those who yeah. forget, it's only been the last less than 100 years where we have not been in survival mode every day yeah like literally literally it was a couple hundred years ago when you had to go chop down trees for fuel you couldn't get educated you were absolutely in survival mode constantly and there was you know plagues and you know wars and all that kind of stuff and now there's a lot of freedom that technology and entrepreneurship has brought and so now we have opportunities to serve and believe me people want you if you're a rock star they're going to want you on your team yeah. but you need we need to set up filters mm, that's a good when point. do i say yes and when do i say no mm -hmm. to things um I, I share this um uh story oftentimes i used to belong on on, on a bunch of boards and I was really freaking overwhelmed because we were growing our company and I was driving to a board meeting yeah. and um, I got on the on-ramp when the on-ramp switched around and to head north between Newport Beach and uh, Huntington Beach and the 405 was just backed up and I knew I was going to be late for this board meeting. I literally just got off the next off-ramp, headed back to the office and before I got back to the office, I'd already called and resigned from four different boards <laughs> that I was on. It was, just, it was, there was too much stress in my life. And what I was not doing, Dave, is doing this first filter. How do these yeses align with my vision, mission, and values for my life and business? Right. Right. Because if they don't align with that or they don't support your goals, that's an easy no yeah but for me i was honored that people would want me to be on their board but did it really fit i was flattered that people were <laughs> inviting right. me to events <laughs> yeah. right but did did i have time for it did it fit did it serve what i was doing or did it just fuel my ego yeah and that's a hard that's that's a that's hard a mirror to look into sometimes yeah because every yes you say will feed into your ego it really yes will. yeah yeah for sure you know, and I, let me, uh, I'll piggyback on that is, uh -huh. okay, say you've, 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 you've got something and it fits within your vision, mission, core values, because that's uh -huh. a great filter. I love it. But then at some point, even if you're thinking about saying yes, you have to realize that um, when you say yes to one thing, 
you're just going to automatically say no to another. You, you have to, because there yeah. are only so many hours in the day. Yeah. And most of us are already pretty busy. Yeah. Now, there are some things that you can say no to um, that would probably make sense, like watching excess TV yeah. or, you know, that kind of a thing. But uh, generally, most of us are pretty darn busy. So we've got to say no to most likely something else that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You know, your calendar is another filter. What I'm trying to do is like, okay, how do we do this, Dave? Yeah. Right. You and I are, you're better at it than I am, but you, you're really good at scheduling um, recuperation and sanctuary time is kind of what, what I refer to it as, you know, like these are non-negotiables. I spend Fridays doing this. I spend between this hour and this hour doing this. Don't ask me to do stuff during that time. And if there's a conflict, it's an easy no, right? <laughs> yeah. What? No, I was just laughing because you're right. It's like I schedule between one and two every day for lunch and taking a short nap. Yeah. I, I rarely let something go on to that rarely. Mm -hmm. So you're and that's important because you realize that your overall productivity, health and happiness are directly tied yeah. to that. Yeah. So that's another right. good, that's a great second filter is the, the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. But what that means is like Bob Beal, an early mentor of mine, used to talk about how he would take time off during the fourth quarter uh, of each year and plan out his next year, hmm. like vacations, vacations with he and his bride and time right. away were very important. He is a prolific author and he knew that he had to schedule what I think he called it cabin time or something. He had a cabin on a lake and that cabin time meant that he was going to be writing nothing, but nothing moved those cabin times because if they did he didn't get his books written if he didn't get his books written he didn't get you know his his livelihood was yeah. you know impacted right so um scheduling those sanctuary times is really important now here's the thing do as i say not as i do that's what my father used to say <laughs> <laughs> right i am not so good at that i'm not but i know i should be better at it but i do look to people like bob Beal and you who are much more disciplined about this stuff and see the productivity that you guys had like yeah this is this is important stuff, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. 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 So you talked about that first filter is kind of your vision, mission, and core values, right? Yes. The second is your calendar. And then um, related to what you're saying, so you're saying like the third might be like what, what Bob did with his goals and figuring those things out? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was counting on it on the, just the time away is, is the calendar thing. But yeah, you're right. They, they need to be tied to goals for sure. So goals would be a great third filter yeah okay right whether you do quarterly goals which you and i push a lot now excuse me 12 week goals versus 12 month goals right things move too quickly things are too dynamic now right right um but yeah tying those to uh your goals would be very important for sure yep, yep. well i think we ought to get into some ways to say no without feeling guilty because you know, right now, I'm sure a lot of you are going to have something that's going to come up today or tomorrow, or you're thinking uh, something in the back of your mind. Like for me, there's an organization I'm involved in that's a volunteer organization. We've talked about it a little bit before, but uh -huh. I'm the, um, the vice president of uh -huh. it. And I know what's going to happen in like six months is they're going to ask me to be president when the current president rotates off. I'm, I'm almost positive that they will. Right. Yes. So and then I have to, I should be thinking ahead. How am I going to say no? Or should I say no? Right. But let's assume yep. I'm going to say no, which 
we'll see. But so what do you think are some uh, ways that we can say no, you know, without, you know, feeling guilty or maybe even like what you did with that, um, that, that team member kind of saying no, but making them feel, you know, good. At the end of it. Well, let, let me do a little bit of pimping first. Um, Dave, you and I are avid readers um mm. and avid listeners to podcasts and books and you know I, I forget what like one of the top listeners ratings are on audible but i'm one of those guys i've listened to yeah. so many audible books right um and so a lot of this stuff i think you and i can kind of tap into or from a couple of books one is uh um rory baden's book procrastinate on purpose that's really important that might be a a good one for us to talk about here in a little bit but Jordan Rayner's um, Redeeming Your Time is a good one as well. Dave, you and I are going to be doing a, a, a book club starting here uh, pretty soon. And so for folks who want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into some of the books that we are constantly referring to uh, on the on this podcast, that might be an opportunity. There'll be live events. Um, and um, I think our first one is going to be in September, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're just going to take a few hours and do a 80-20 principle on a book called uh, Brain Rules. That'll be our first one. And the way we're going to do this thing is that it's not just going to be that we're going to sit there like some book clubs and we take turns reading the book or coming in and discussing the book. We'd like you to read the book beforehand, but you're not going to have to read the book because we're going to do an 80-20 on it. We're going to share the 20% what we think are most important parts of the book that are going to give you 80% of the results right uh, on it so right. um so i would kind of say that as we're thinking about this uh topic you know procrastinating on purpose comes to mind as well as uh redeeming your time so what how do we start this thing well listen like here's an example instead of just saying yes i'll do whatever it is that you you want me to do um, and I, I promise you this, once you start implementing these, you're going to find freedom and you're going to find a little bit of confidence start to grow uh, in, in you. Now, I challenge you, how many things can you say no to this week? Start keeping track of them. But, I, you know, the first thing you do, if somebody says, hey, um, will you do this for me or will you join me on this? this? You can start by saying this instead of coming right out and saying no, because that can be hurtful. You can say, hey, listen. Dave, as much as I'd like to help you out, I just simply can't do it right now. I don't have that much time in my schedule. As much as I'd like to, mm -hmm. I just simply can't. Yeah, that's I'm simply unable. That's a good one. That's a good way to kind of start, right? So practice that. Maybe, Dave, what we can do is give a, a bunch of examples on what to say. Folks, you can write these down or hit rewind and listen to it again. And just start trying to work these into your, your vernacular. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I think practice practice it. Sure. Yeah, definitely practice. Cause in the heat of the moment, you're going to go back to your old programming. So you got to practice ahead of time. Yeah. So Larry, another one would be, I'm sorry. I just prefer not to <laughs> blank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole, I prefer not to, is going to take some guts to do, but yeah. I, would, I would encourage you to do this. And it's one of the things I try to be cognizant of because my entire life, I know this it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm telling everybody I'm sorry, but things I have no control over Dave. And there are times when you do need to say, I'm sorry. Like if I, if I hurt you, if I hurt your feelings, um, by something that I did, I do need to say, I'm sorry, but something like this, Dave, is not something that you need to apologize for. For. You don't need to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you could say, David, similarly to this is say, hey, thanks for understanding, but I just prefer not to. 
you know, or I hope that you'll understand. I prefer not to do that. It doesn't align with my, uh, my, my goals that I've got uh, for, for that week. I would rather you do that and be direct than I've, I've done this too, where I've lied, I, where mm. I've said, I'm going to be out of town or I've got a oh. speaking engagement. And then yeah. what happens? Invariably, you see that person. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen to me a bunch of times in my life. And so I've, I, you know, I, I try to um, live by one of Jordan Peterson's 12 rules for life is don't lie or at least try to tell the truth. Okay. Because <laughs> there are times, let's be honest, there are times in life where everyone lies, right? Um, but uh, instead of say, I'm sorry about everything, just say, I hope you'll understand. I just prefer not to do that because it doesn't align with whatever. Yeah, you could always mm -hmm. you could you could always have um, a legit a not illegitimate a legitimate reason when you say I prefer not to because blank blank blank. You can, yeah. you can do that, and but it's got to be your reason. I, like one of the volunteer things that I do, I have said, I've said, you know, I'd, I'd love to right now, but I prefer not to because two of us doing it together is much better than just one of us. Yep. Here's a good example of, of this. I was asked to be on a board and I don't just say yes to going on boards anymore. So I say, well, what do you need? What do oh, you, yeah. what, what is it you're looking for, for this board? Well, we need somebody to come out and raise, help us raise money. And so what I said to them is, well, I hope you'll understand, but that's, that's just something that is not within my strengths. I yeah, know someone who can do that and I can make a couple of recommendations, but I hope you understand that's just way outside of what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. I was tempted to say yes again, because it was a high profile company that you, we would all know. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's something it falls outside my strengths. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, mm -hmm. and that implies that you got to understand your strengths. <laughs> too. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. But if anyone who's been following us for a while, yeah. Yes, you should you should know your strengths at, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. another one would be, you know, I'm afraid I simply lack the bandwidth right now to commit to doing this. That's kind of a calendar thing, right? I just don't have the margin. And I listen, yeah. uh, when my that's son a good died way to do it too. You could say I just don't have the margin in my calendar to do it right now. That's right. So um early this year after my my son was killed, um there were a lot of people still at that hadn't heard and they were asking me to do things even simple things like going to a movie with them or hanging out and i would yeah. say you know i hope you understand i just lack the emotional and time bandwidth right now that bandwidth thing i like dave and the margin thing i just like the emotional margin and in bandwidth right now i just I can't like i really appreciate the invite i just am not able to do it you know, one of the things you, you put a, like a qualifier on there. I like the emotional bandwidth. Yeah. That's, that's, I never even thought of that before. That's a good thing to say, or I, you know, I, I just lack the energy bandwidth or you yeah. know, whatever it is that you I'm running lacking. on fumes. I hope you understand. Yeah. I'm running on fumes and I just can't add any extra thing on my plate right now. Or, I, yeah. you know, my, my business or my family or something is in survival mode and I, and I just can't add one extra thing to my plate. Yeah. And again, you know, we, we, you and I are kind of 
have become notorious for saying it depends <laughs> on, on a lot of things. And it does depend on who's asking you, right? Yeah. So if it's someone that you don't know, they've never met you and they're asking right out of the gate. Like I had a guy come up to me several years ago and um, I was a speaker at an event and one of the other speakers of the event was offering this $25,000 program. And this guy didn't have $25,000. And I never met this guy. And he came up to me the sponsor was offering a coaching program and this guy who's in the audience came up to me and asked whether he could borrow twenty five thousand uh, dollars from me and i'd never even met the dude never right? even met him good never been met him well you're rich like by the way you know that's the wild assumption that, you, that you're making there that i've got twenty five thousand dollars laying around that i'm going to give to somebody i could be much more direct with him than i would with somebody that that's in my life that i love that I care for. But when it is someone um, that's not as like in your inner circle, there's no reason that you can't say something like, that's just not an interest I have. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I, you know, understand, I, I don't, I'm gonna have to bow out. I hope you'll consider someone else. But that's just not something that interests me. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, and I want to take your example a little bit further where you talked about okay. somebody coming and asking for $25,000 that you didn't even know. Well, if you don't have a good grip on being able to say no to somebody, <laughs> then you could be saying, okay, well, you know, let me, tell me more about what you need. And then, all right, well then maybe we need to meet for coffee. And then, and, and then pretty soon you were down this whole time sucking path. Yep. You never even wanted to start on at the beginning. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah well that's it does take guts and this is one that kind of goes along with that where being really direct and just saying that's just not something i want to do yeah it takes courage to say that i'm not if you are one of those people like i used to be and say yes to everything i wouldn't suggest that this be one that's not this should not be your opening salvo on the new you okay yeah. <laughs> work up to this one Okay. That's just something that doesn't interest me. Yeah. You know, you know, and another good one that's kind of related to the calendar. It's a little bit different take on it, but this is one where you could say, I'm really stretched thin right now. And I promised myself I wouldn't take on anything else. And Love that. What I like about that is you're saying, and I promised myself I wouldn't take on anything else. So it's almost implied that with the person asking you if they, try to convince you they want you to break your promise to yourself <laughs> yeah yeah i've heard you say something similar to that to that dave where you put it's another caveat on that and you say um but let me pray about that and i'll get back to you in a couple of days there might be some there might be someone i know who can help you yeah with that where it lets them know if it's again if this is someone you've never met before, you don't need to do this. But if it's someone who's in your circle, you say, and you honestly do it, think about it, meditate on it, pray about it, then offer some other guidance. Yeah. Okay. Cause you can still help someone out without dedicating, you know, whatever uh, a board meeting position is or going to an event or whatever the challenge is that's just not, doesn't fit with you. Right. Um, so, but the difference there is you're not saying, it's not an outright now. It's not like I'm not going to help you at all. You're right. saying I'm not, I can't help you in the way you're asking me, but I can offer you help by meditating, yeah. thinking on it, praying on it, getting back to you in a couple of days with some alternative. 
Yeah. And, and I really like to, and sometimes I've done this and sometimes I've not, but then I really like to, at the end of that, say, instead of me saying, I'll get back to you in a couple of days, I will ask them, why don't you, why don't you get back to me in about two or three days? That's because, even better. Yeah. Because that way the onus is on them. And then if they never get back to you, well, obviously they found somebody else or it's not <laughs> that important to them. Yeah. 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 You know, um, prior to the pandemic, I found myself constantly being asked to, to do things, um, to donate things, to participate in things after my budget and goals were already set for the next coming quarter or the next yeah. year, right? And so um, prior to the new Larry from a few years ago, being able to say no to people, ugh, I was always saying yes. I, I had to get to the point uh, to say, listen, my goals for the next quarter, the next year, my budget for the next quarter or the next year have already been set. But if you'll put this in writing to me and you and you'd consider working with me or asking me again next year, I've got a binder that we that I go through with my team and we'll consider this the next time around. Right. 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 If it's for a donation or a, a um uh you know sitting on a charity event board or something like that. Right. Deferring, I guess, is the is uh the strategy. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, of course, you guys can probably think of uh, some other variations to the calendar schedule thing. You could say like, well, unfortunately, my schedule doesn't currently permit me to do it at this particular time. Yeah, you do that. You could say something like, well, you know, unfortunately, I don't manage my time well. I've got, you know, my executive assistant does that for me. And she's told me flat I out, <laughs> I can't schedule anything on my calendar. I, I use that. And it's real, by the way. Yeah. But I do that. I have to do that a lot. Like, so, I, I just don't even know. Because I, yeah. Some, somebody brought this with me a couple of days ago. I said, hey, what do you, are you available uh, next Wednesday to do this? I was like, I don't even know. I didn't even look at my calendar until, but I'll have to have uh, Melissa take a look at that. Yeah. That, that's, then, that's a real one for me. And that's a good one because then you and Melissa can have that conversation ahead of time and say, look, here's my goals. Here's my calendar. Here's what we need to do. You be the one to filter everything that comes in through, mm -hmm. you know, those goals and those priorities and make sure that it's uh, aligned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to go ahead. I'm sorry, Dave. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Larry. I was going to say that we, you have to be specific. You have to be intentional with your life and understand what are your vision, mission, values? What are your financial resources? What's your calendar and time commitment? So this takes some reflection. This right. takes some staring at the navel. Like if I want to reach these goals over the next 12 weeks, 12 months, 12 years, whatever it is, you need to know the direction you're going in. And so it becomes easier to say no in a kind, respectful way when you know that, right? And you're actually working towards it and once you start saying no to things or yeah just i'll put it to keep it simple saying no to things you're going to find a strength um and uh level of confidence that you didn't even know that you had you know yeah. and I, I oftentimes walk away smiling from those like yeah good job larry you said no to that <laughs> right <laughs> you know yeah. there's the, another thing that you can do is if you're getting these are a lot of stuff that we talked about are more like one-off requests, but if you're getting something that's a repeatable request for your time over and over, like I know Larry, you get constantly people saying, Hey, do you have, you know, 15 minutes or a half an hour to 
I need some advice on my business to pick your brain, to pick your brain, you know, that kind of thing, you know? And so you can set up a system to filter those out. Like one of them we just talked about, Hey, you got to call, you know, my executive assistant. That's one. Um, the other thing you could do is to say, well, you know, I charge a lot of money for this, but what I do is I, I do two of these every month, free pick your brains and call my executive assistant and she will let you know when the next free slot opens yeah something like that right right so you can set up some boundaries where you let those repeatable things come in at a pace that you're comfortable with yeah yeah right yeah i love that and and we do that and then you let people know I, i honor my time i value my time um and you if you want again this is for people that are kind of who know you peripherally you know, like I right. do, like people, people have plenty of access to you and I, we have Q and a calls. <laughs> we have these kind of things. Yeah. We have virtual, um, spotlight sessions. We do all kinds of, uh, there's a lot of ways to get in touch with us, but if someone wants to get in touch with us outside of that, then you, there is the, the, um, the spotlight sessions that we do where people can pay like hugely discounted, but it shows that they're committed to it as well. That it's not right. just going to be a BS you know, or bitch session for, right. for 40 minutes. So that's good. It means that you respect your time and you value your time. Yeah. Right. right. Hillary, I think there's another way too. I want you to talk How's about that? really quick. There's another way you can actually say no, but still help um, the person who's asking you questions about, about a particular subject, right? You can say no, but here's a few things that maybe I can give you that doesn't take hardly any of your time, right? So in other words, you could say something like, um, hey, I can't help you with that right now, but here's a couple of blog posts. Oh, sure. Work, or here's a book that I recommend that you go through. Or um, I do know somebody else that you may want to contact who could have some time on their calendar. Yeah, I like that, Dave. Yeah, and I think if you... um, give them specific resources, you know, like, Hey, I wrote an article on that on yougoji.com. Go there, right. go to the search bar and you'll find something there. Right. right? This is why I, I like what you and I do is that we try to memorialize a lot of these conversations, um, through articles, tools, you and I have been doing this for a long time. Right. Yeah. And so what they end up finding, particularly if they go to yougoji.com, uh, or to yougoji insider is that, which is even better. Um, is that not only do they get that question answered, they say, well, gosh, what about that question? Let me search for that. And and it's there as well. If you're an entrepreneur, a leader, or a high achiever, the best thing you can do, one of the, one, I shouldn't say the best thing. One of the things that you can do to help you grow is to become self-sufficient. Yeah, that's great. Look for resources yourself. Stop using that. I don't know how to do it as an excuse. They have this crazy tool out there, Dave. You, you probably have not heard of knowing <laughs> you called the internet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do an internet search on this stuff as well. That's a great start, right? Then what you can do is you can then verify if you get an opportunity yeah. to, to meet with somebody like Dave or, or I, or you're at an event, you can say, Hey, uh, Mr. Or Miss, whatever. Like if you have a chance to communicate with them, Here's a challenge I've had. The research I've done has shown this. 
what are your thoughts on it? Because then all of a sudden the person says, well, gosh, they're not just trying to take the easy way out. They're going to do some research on by themselves. Right. Right. It does get a little bit frustrating for someone who's constantly being bombarded with questions to hear a, they say there's no stupid questions. Well, listen, you got to ask questions, right? But you've also got to take some responsibility for your own life and do a little bit of research. That's right. You know? You've heard me say this on some of the Q and A calls. Have you done? <laughs> have you done a internet search on that yet? You know. Um, so take take some responsibility for your for for your life. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and maybe one of the things you can do is just schedule it in your calendar. Schedule. Hey, each. I used to do this years ago when I was really trying to expand my knowledge. Right. I would carry around cards like this where I was always writing things. What's a question I have that I don't have time to really answer right now? or to research and I'd write them down and then I would schedule an hour each week and I would just do quick internet searches on those topics okay. to get a little bit of information but I had to schedule it I had to get I'd be intentional and schedule it yeah. so there's an idea for folks absolutely yeah absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. that's a good one I like that yeah. one okay I like that one yeah so um you know what one of the things that jordan raynar talks about in redeeming your time is That's like so if, if you want to do something like what we talked about mm -hmm. is you know giving people a little bit of help while you're saying no i mean he has right. a good three-step right. process to this right so i'm just yes. gonna say it right so number one is encourage so important you know like wow hey i'm honored you think of me for this great project that you're doing or wow i you know it's like wow you're um you're considering me i i really appreciate that well, you think I'm that smart that you're, you're asking me that question? You can make fun. I mean, a little bit of self-deprecation goes a long way too. But yeah, the encouraging part's really good. Uh -huh. I yeah. like that. And then the second part is decline. Like you would use something that we already talked about. Like, yes. you know, I wish I could help or something like that, but I'm fully committed at this time or my schedule just doesn't allow it. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. So you have right. your decline that we just talked about. Right. But then, and, and, and just right before this, we talked about the help. So encourage, decline, and help, which would be like, however, I can refer you to somebody sure. or um, here's a couple of articles, that kind yep. of thing. So it's EDH, encourage, decline, and help. That's a really good framework that you can use if you want. I to. like that a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Well, I would encourage folks, go back. If you haven't been writing, taking notes during this, listen to this again. I promise you that if you start saying no to things, the right things in your life are going to start coming along, right? Because if you're saying yes to everything, you get this log jam in the energy flow in life and the good things can't come to you. If you're saying yes to everything, you're blocking things out. You've got to have freedom, emotional, spiritual, time margin in your life that's right you, you really do or it just leans listen if you if every minute of your life is jammed up with stuff creativity goes out the window yeah. i'm not just talking about creativity as in doing art i mean like creative problem solving which yeah. as an entrepreneur and as a leader you must do you need to be able to creatively problem solve right for sure right yeah yeah so um if you don't put this stuff in into practice um you're heading for the burnout trap for sure yeah yeah for yeah. sure you're yeah. gonna be you're gonna be hating your business you're gonna be not liking yourself for oh man why did i say yes to that yeah um that's and that's not a place because you, you are gonna 
feel guilty, but that's not a place you want to be at. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got recommendations on any of this, what's a way that you found to say no to someone? I'd love to hear about it. Put it in the comment section, send us a note. Um, and, um, yeah, tell us, what are you okay. doing? Yeah. All what right. Are you doing? Awesome. That's good. So who, who came up with this, uh, years ago? And was it Nancy Reagan? Just say no. <laughs> Just say no. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you folks for joining us today. And remember building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom. And we're here to help you with our course yes, community and our white glove service where we find a rockstar VA for you. Mm -hmm. So three things we'd love for you to do right now, and we'd really appreciate it. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already done so either on your phone um, or subscribe on YouTube by hitting the little button and clicking on the bell next to it to get reminders. And then number two is give us a rating, preferably five star, um, you know, or leave a comment below this video, a way that you say no, something like that, as Larry mentioned. Yeah. Um, that'll help us get the word out. And then number three is go to hiremyva.com for more information on our course and community and our white glove service. And we got some great resources there. Um, so check that out. And remember though, through all of this, even without experience, you'll learn how to prepare for hire and thrive with virtual assistance. And Larry and I've helped a lot of folks. We want to help you too. So just go to hiremyva.com for more information. That's right, folks. Do yourself a favor. Do the world a favor. Go do something significant today. God bless you. God keep you. God hold you until we see each other again. Later, Gator. Bye. Okay. Bye, folks. Yeah.